Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we're all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ask me, most of the mental problems in Singapore is just caused by money. If government changed the policy with regards to giving more financial security to Singaporean, I'm very sure half of the mental problems will be gone. To Wise and Shine, I'm your host Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and I'm Dawn, SG Budget Bay. Today, you guys might realize our background a little different, because uh, yeah, we yeah, shifted yeah, the yeah. new place. We got new set, a lot yeah, of new toys, a lot of new toys. Yes, yes, and we have a new guest, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, would you like to introduce yourself yeah. for everybody that somehow don't know you? Okay, yeah, I'm Manwai from uh, the Progress Singapore party. Uh, I'm also an NCMP in Parliament. Thank you very much, uh, Reggie and Don, for having me today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, Thanks I, for coming I, on when, when, the, when my producers told me, oh, we, we got Manwai, I was like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, really? Yeah, <laughs> you had a lot of interesting speeches in Parliament. And we will go through a little bit of them. And you say yeah. that they don't interest millennials, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm here yeah, today. Yeah, that's why, that's why. He's here to tell us what's the good quality of life. But, but before we go into the main discussion today, I want to give a special shout out to Audio Technica Southeast Asia. Asia. They have sponsored a lot of toys for us, especially this new mic 2040, AT2040. We used to use another set of mics. I think ATR2100. Yeah, you, you might still see us using it because we have a lot of mics at this point in time, but special shout out to them for sponsoring this whole new set for us. Of course, we have a, a lot of new things around, so mm-hmm. slowly I will share with you more, a lot of new things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but today, today is uh, specifically today, we are going to focus on what is the good quality of life? Is it about collecting a lot of new things? you know and and all that jazz right because i do think singaporeans are trying to define what is considered a good life right and yeah, uh, yeah. because you you have a lot of things to say in parliament so we yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's one of your key things right so like what do you think okay of course the question is open to everybody but maybe you can start yeah. so what do you think is a good quality of life yeah in fact uh, if you look at my website yeah which is leongmanwai.sg oh you have a website uh, called yeah, very well run there, by are four, mm. there are four uh, objectives that i'm trying to achieve in parliament and one of them is actually a good quality of life mm. yeah but of course i must confess that i uh, didn't uh, give a lot of thought to uh, what the millennials would want to mm. be a very uh, what the millennials would consider a very good uh, quality of life. Uh, basically, because I start from the uh, the the premise uh, that I think what we need to do is to provide is to build a, a good ground, mm. you know, make the soil fertile mm. for the millennials to develop themselves. And I presume that going forward, 
a good quality of life is not just one type of good quality of life in Singapore. There will be many different types and uh, that is the future Singapore we want. Okay. That the millennials, each of the millennials can actually develop their own good quality of life. Okay. The term good quality of life tends to be a bit vague, yes. right? Um, yeah. Could you expound on, to you, for instance, what do you define as a good quality of life? I think if uh, from a politician uh, perspective, First, uh, I think most, uh, mostly in the hearts of Singaporeans or in the minds of Singaporeans, I think they would think that a good quality of life would involve cost of living. Mm. Yeah. So Singapore already have attained a reasonably high level of material uh, achievement. So, but the standard of living that we are having today is quite good, but it is at a very high cost. Mm. Mm. So I think one of the main things that Singaporeans would like to have is if the cost of living can go down, then the quality of life will have improved tremendously mm. for many Singaporeans. So that's, that's why that is one of the main focus we are doing in, uh, uh, in Parliament. Uh, mm. Try to tell uh, the, the policymakers, the government, that we actually need to have a different way of uh, running the economy so that uh, the cost of uh, living can be uh, lowered. Mm. Yeah, so it's the, that's the first thing we 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 concentrate on. Mm. Yeah, Which but is, of course the true quality of quality of life you want to talk about would be different. And I think every millennial would probably have a different set of uh, thinking. But to me, actually, it's self fulfillment. Mm. Can, can you? Ex oh, that's a big word. Can you yeah. explain what do you mean by self fulfillment? Actually, for every human being, uh, what is important oh, is very philosophical. Huh? Uh, <laughs> every human yeah, being, yeah, yes. <laughs> It's fine, please go, please go, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because it'll be boring. Right? No, no, you're so, fine. But I think fine. everyone, every person, yeah, just don't use the word human being. <laughs> every person will probably, um, uh, I think it's very important for every person to find his own position in, in life, mm -hmm. his own position, and through finding his own position in society, uh, his relationship with people. Yeah, so, and through that, he should uh, be able to develop his potentials in many areas, first of all, maybe career, you know, he, if he's an engineer, he wants to, he should be given the opportunities to really develop his career so that he becomes um, an engineer who can actually design things or an engineer who can lead, you know, a factory in uh, improving the processes and all that. So he should be always given the opportunities for as far as he wants to go. Mm. Uh, to is to maximize the potential. For so, growth. Yeah, yeah, so for growth. So when he is able to do, do that in his uh, career, then he is able to fulfill himself, mm. maximize his potential. Mm. Then, of course, there are other aspects of, okay, after he has fulfilled himself uh, in, the, in, the, in the career, is he will be in a very, I would assume that he will be in a very um, um, comfortable um, mindset and his relationship with other people and his relationship with his family and all that will be better. Mm. So is that your story? Um, is your relationship uh, with your family? I, I think uh, for one thing, if you uh, are not very comfortable with your own life, I think it's difficult to be a politician. Mm, why? You have, can you, can have you share to be, a little more? Because there are a lot of pressure you 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 encounter as say, a politician. Say something. Why what, what is there um, pressure? For example, once you get into the limelight, everybody's looking at you, mm. all your behaviours, mm. all the things you said. And sometimes you have to bring that pressure back home mm. or in your mind. And then if you're, you don't have a stable family, you don't have a stable uh, uh, finances, for example, then when you get home, you still got to worry about a lot of things and you 
you know, I mean, I, I think we are also going to talk about families later on. Mm. Is you you really bring back the the negative, you you can bring back a lot of negative emotions home mm-hmm. as a politician. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you you need to be very stable. So mm-hmm. what's your worst situation where you bring back that that thing home? So far, I think I'm relatively comfortable. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I don't I don't feel any uh, extraordinary pressure on me and all that. But definitely, each um, parliament sitting, we will have to reflect. And mm. say how can we do better to bring the message across to the the Singaporeans uh, without having to embarrass the government too much. Pressure is actually a very important facet when you look mm. at quality of life, yes, right? Yes. Right. So, what is to you a good quality of life? For me, I primarily define it. If I were to use what my wife talk about in terms of the different uh, segments, right? Yeah. I would say cost of living, money should not be a problem, lah. Mm. Right, you should be able to not just survive but yeah. try, yes, yeah, yeah, and not have to, you know, always think twice or tries before you spend. I think that is something that we all want to get to, and yeah. that's comfortable. Mm, yeah. Um, the second part would be career, definitely finding fulfillment. But I think more of, I want the stance where you can actually find value and fulfillment regardless of any job that you take on. Um, but it's just whether the person's mindset can prime to accept that. Like, if you really think about it, right, um, I mean, I've helped many different roles. I've also done some different side hustles and every role in one way or other is adding value to society, isn't wow, it? Wow, today all very atas, uh, the discussion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's true. I mean, even this podcast is adding yes. value to society, course, but it's how yes. you frame and understand the role that you play. But you must be doing something you like. Yes. And you must have uh, the, the skills and the, the capabilities to it. do it. Mm. Of course, you, you can learn when you're interested but sometimes if you don't have the skill set and you really don't have the aptitude sometimes it's time for you to think of a change actually mm. yeah. so but so to maximize the potential of what you're doing is very important mm. yeah that form the foundation of uh, being in the process of uh, feeling self-fulfilled uh. Mm. Uh, that's very important. Yeah, it must you be know? a very nice ikigai yeah. So, but like section, what Don uh, say just ikigai. now, the ikigai, right? Ikigai, yeah. So, but ikigai is actually like, uh, yeah, yeah, ikigai also. But you must be able to feel fulfilled before you can reach ikigai. Mm. Ikigai is the purpose in life, is it? That's mm. Japanese purpose in life. So, so like what Don say just now, the foundation is first a comfortable uh, level of living. You know, it cannot be too rich. You are too rich. You are distracted by other things. <laughs> but you must be comfortable. Mm. You know, but you must be comfortable. You are not comfortable. You have to... Uh, that's why we are, we, are, we are actually advocating a minimum wage in Singapore. Because you don't give a minimum level of uh, income to Singaporeans. Even if you go home after working eight hours a day or even 12 hours a day, he still don't have enough money to survive. Mm. He still mm. don't have money to feed his children. You know? Okay. So how can he be... How can he be uh, feeling self-fulfilled? Yeah, it's very hard. You know? You'll just and, be thinking and, about survival. And then you right? ask me, most of the mental problems in Singapore is just caused by money. If government changed the policy with regards to giving more financial security for Singaporean, I'm very sure half of the mental problems will be gone. If we go back to, to the discussion of like what is a good quality of life, I think I think both of you expound one tenet of it, which is the material quality of life, mm, right? Yes. Which is the physical, the tangible. Yeah. You must have a certain level of comfort, la, which yeah. I don't think. So I think I think those are valid. And I don't think our listeners will dispute that. Right. Yeah. They are already in a camp where 
on some level, they have accumulated some level of wealth, right? But a lot of people still struggle with like defining themselves as, hey, actually my quality of life is quite good, right? By extension means that I think Singapore has reached a point where a lot of the middle class is mm. grappling with the intangible, Yes. Right. It's no okay. longer just like oh, put food. Like now, can put good food. It's not even put food on the table. Yes. At yeah. least amongst the people that we are talking to, mm. right? Mm. But a lot of them are still very unhappy. Feel very dissociated. Lack of fulfillment. All that. And and I feel like that is a very like intangible level where we want to you know go into that realm to define what is good quality of life from, Actually, view, from right? that view a lot of that whole problems come from the fact that the younger generations because we are so we have social media right there's a lot of comparisons going on so when we fail to recognize the privilege or the good quality of life that we have because we're constantly looking at someone else who has it better and it's different from, you know, before social media, your this kind of comparison tend to be limited to the people within your circle or friends of friends. It's like second or third degree connection. Mm. But now you go online, you see everyone flaunting their wealth and all, and it just leads to these feelings of insecurity. And I think it's just going to get worse mm. for and like people who keep comparing. Yeah, exactly. So social inequality is a major cause of the unhappy, unhappiness in Singapore. You, you believe me. so? Among Singaporeans, yes. Because you can see that although um, you may be doing well, but one, you, you can see that there are other people who are doing much better than you. Mm. Then at the same time, you can also see many Singaporeans who are not doing so well. Mm. Yeah, in mm. fact, the gap between the rich and the not so rich in Singapore is quite quite big. Okay, you look at our Gini coefficient, you know, it's close to uh, 40, uh, 45%. And 45% indicates that the first 20% of Singaporeans probably control 60 to 70% of the income, mm. with the rest shared by the remaining 40% shared by the remaining 80%. So there's a big gap in all this uh, income and wealth distribution would be even more, the, the gap would be even bigger mm. from income. So this kind of inequality is one of the major contribution of the unhappiness. Uh. Yeah. Okay, so so you feel like it is a relative situation. Like pe people are not feeling that they're happy. They're not enjoying their life. They don't think their life is good because they're comparing to someone else. Yeah. As opposed to where I come from, which is because we all already, or a lot of us have already gotten to a certain level of comfort where we can define that our material quality of life is quite good. Mm. But we cannot call our lives a good quality because it's a bit meaningless. You know, where like, uh, what's next? That's why you see a lot of uh, young professionals quitting their job today, not because they are fired. I mean, there's a group of people that are getting retrenched, but I have a lot of random friends, you know, anecdotal evidence. I don't have collective numbers mm. to suggest that, oh, right? I'm going mm. on a holiday and you know, I'm taking a sabbatical one year, you know, like, oh, existential crisis. I need to redefine my life, mm. you know, and, and all these on some level, they can do that because they have gathered some level of material wealth. Mm. Mm. That's why the word Ikigai is now becoming the popular word. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very fanciful yeah. these days. Everyone's Okay. So your then, view is that they don't have direction, la. That's why it's not a good quality of yeah, life. Yeah, then that's partly the thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't have direction, mm. the, but either. the Chinese call it tan ping, la. Yeah, tan ping, la. Yeah, so that's that's the second reason. Uh, that's the second point about why people are feeling unhappy today. Mm. Okay, despite the fact that the material comfort of the world, generally, especially Asia, has actually gone up quite a lot. Mm. Okay, because the economy uh, today 
also reflects what I've said just now. There's a, the economy is also two two tier economy. You know, one part of the economy is doing very well, but without most of the the other part of the economy is actually very low productivity, very low value add work you do. You know, uh, so like for example, some uh, of course at all work we should be treat them with dignity and all that. But definitely the 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 kind of work done by a dishwasher. Mm. And just the kind of work done by uh, maybe um, someone who is producing a program is is different, yeah, right. Yeah. So the value add to society and all that. So as a result, the uh, today the you have we have to ensure that the amount of work available to the young generations, uh, uh, the good jobs continue to be there. Mm. If mm. the good jobs are not growing as fast, or worse still, taken over by foreigners, then the younger generation will feel that they have not enough job opportunities. Mm. And on top of that, many of the jobs in Singapore, I would say that there's still not enough debt. In what sense? Can you elaborate? That means, um, like for example, in the finance line, you know, uh, for the longest time I've been in finance, I have 30 years of experience in finance. Finance, there are various parts of uh, various things that you can do. For example, um, you can, you can uh, be um, a marketer of a credit card. Mm-hmm. Just pushing credit card, or you can be um, someone who is advising a company on a merger. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of work is yeah, it's it, all blanket we, as finance. Yeah, right, we, but, yeah, blanket uh, as finance. We have respect all work uh, I, I don't want to feel. I don't want to sound as if I'm so uh, critical and some. You know, uh, but definitely someone who has entered the banking sector or the finance sector, selling or promoting credit card, he should slowly think of how to move into a, a level of work uh, that actually do credit analysis and uh, advise companies on how to how to run their business you know that sort of opportunities in Singapore is relatively limited why no because the our banking sector and financial sector is just not deep enough and you ask me there will be another area of policy that I will talk about in Parliament in due course, mm. you know, because how the government promote industry. So our whole banking industry today just basically rely on uh, wealth management. Yeah, and what is wealth management? Wealth management is because foreigners like Singapore, all the monies are coming to Singapore. So you take the money from them and tell them, just tell them how to invest. Mm. But actually the process of wealth, the wealth management process, most of the wealth management process is also just marketing and talking to the clients that collect the money. But actually, the, the real value add of wealth management is how you create, how you produce the return for the client. That part is called fund management and, you know, and all that. So whereas the, the, the people in fund management, are the number of jobs in fund, fund, fund management are limited, but the number of jobs in just collecting the money and servicing the client, that sort of jobs are plentiful in Singapore. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So what, we, what I'm saying is that while you can enter the industry through through first interfacing with the customer. But later on, you you should, as part of self-fulfillment, as I said just now, you should, I, I'm sure many of Singaporeans are targeting at that. Slowly, I will, I will get the customer to entrust me with his money and then I'll be able to generate a return for him. You know, Singaporeans, I'm sure they are, uh, I mean, in financial, you aspire to do that. But at this stage in Singapore, do we have enough jobs to allow our Singaporeans to move up? Mm-hmm. When they move up, they might find that hey, the job is taken over by somebody, somebody else already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's very important for us to create the opportunities, especially the good opportunities for our for our uh, Singaporeans to move up. 
mm. and not just remain at the lower level of just uh, oh keep pushing credit card <laughs> pushing unsecured loan you know uh, and just a relationship and oh uh, uh, filling the application form for the for the rich foreigner to put his money in Singapore. That mm -hmm. so, so from there he has to move on. Yeah, so then if you the want to sponsor us, I still take one. Ah, uh. <laughs> 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 it's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. okay, is there a tangent where it's not about jobs anymore? You know what I mean? Like you, you like like okay, we get it. There's the material side, and there's some level of of job or like owning a business, having some sort of money element to a good quality of life, right? But I I really think a lot of Singaporeans want the more spiritual level type of thing. You know, like more more like beyond just material, right? Uh, Actually, or, I think Singaporeans have not experienced enough good jobs. Enough good job. I thought you were going to say hardship. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you can enough leverage. Jobs. Because you can leverage. I, I, I spent 18 years overseas. Yeah. Okay. And out of that 13 years, I was working, uh, working overseas. You'll find that the Singapore economy, by and large, you know, is still, there's still a lot of good jobs that you can find overseas, like in, the, in Japan, in, uh, in London, in New York. You can't find in Singapore. The one I described just now about, you know, about actually capital markets. Capital market is about advising companies. Uh, uh. So all these are relatively limited in Singapore. Mm. Then why Singapore cannot grow this? The fault of the government. Mm. So, so that we did not promote the capital markets enough. Mm. So, yeah. That's why you see our SGX. No companies are listing in Singapore anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're also trying to yeah, grow that, the but bond of course market that's a very deep that, right? topic. Yes, 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 yes. So first of all, the, the Singaporeans got not enough such experience. So after working for maybe five to six years or even after 10 years, he finds, hey, I'm still in this job. So in your worldview, so, yeah. good jobs will create a good quality of life, not just from a material yes. sense, but also from a Correct. fulfillment. Fulfillment, and, yes. And yes. Oh. You just imagine from just pushing a credit card, you know, like for example, for the longest time, when, when the people say, well, you always want to run away, from your insurance uh, agent friend, right? Because they keep pushing the product <laughs> to you, right? No, I'm, I'm, we are not, uh, we it's are not true, belittering it. Yeah, we are not, we are not, but it's a reality. Yeah. Yes, yes, so, yes. But on the other hand, if many years ago, when someone come and say, that, oh, I can be your financial consultant, I help you to, to, to uh, get a better return on your money, hey, you would like to listen to that, right? So, however, in recent years, that has also become rampant. Mm. So many financial advisors in the market mm. and then the levels are not there yet. Because they've not received enough training, enough exposure in Singapore. So, so but if our financial market is deeper, there are more of these things. And when you start, when you from uh, from a, 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 a marketeer of funds and all that to a financial advisor, and then you can move on to become a uh, like a portfolio strategist, and then you move on to be an analyst, you know, and then mm. you move on to become a family office. Manager, mm -hmm. you know, this is the kind of path uh, we must ensure that our Singaporeans have a fair chance of participating in. Mm. Mm. And when they continue to participate in this way, they will be learning all the time. And when they're learning all the time, I don't think they want to tan ping, you know. <laughs> Very frankly, I don't think they want to tan ping. Throughout my whole career, whole career, I there's no, no, at any moment I want to tan ping, you know, because mm. every time I'm learning. Mm. So you must put the person in that mode. 
You know, but you ask that person to perform the same thing, and then furthermore, in the in the workplace, he found that wow, there's so many politics. You know, there's so many different uh, people that he, he may not know very well because in our job market today, there's so many nationalities around. You know, that he feel that wow, the bosses may not be fair. And all that you have all these experiences is so negative that you really want to get out. So that is the kind of uh, situation I think Singapore and also many of the countries are facing. Interesting. Mm. So yeah. actually your view is, it's not about less work, it's about more work, but better work. Better work, yes. Better better work, So counterculture. I mean, better, uh, yeah. not more work. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it's not about less work, it's yeah. not about doing less, yeah. not work-life balance, you know, not like... No, work-life balance is also important, oh, okay, but okay, your okay. work is, is uh, must be better work. Mm, if mm. you have better work, you enjoy your work, work, that is part of your life. So in essence, it would be, I mean, taking finance out as the example, it would be work that is fulfilling and where you can grow in. Yes, you can mm. grow with the job. Mm. You know, I, thought, I don't think any person, or I use the word again, a human being, <laughs> you know, can do without work, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah share, I have share, to agree with that. Share, share. Why, yeah. why, why do you agree? That means because... Life would be meaningless. Or yeah, because through work, you're contributing to society. At the same time, why you want life? Because you want to contribute to yourself. Mm. Just yourself, I can tell you, human beings are social animal. Mm. You're just to yourself, you won't feel happy at all. Mm. You must feel that you're contributing to society. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think jobs aside is also like the relationships that we have that determine the quality of life. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, I think the relationship, maybe you elaborate a little bit. Yeah, what were you, where are you I mean, for my that? own situation, I think I'm in a pretty privileged case, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have... I'm Privilege married. is also a worthy mm-hmm. contestation, but <laughs> na- na- another episode, <laughs> yes, please. I, I would say it's a pretty good quality of life in the sense that I am married and then my parents are still around, my mm-hmm. in-laws are also around, we get support with the kids and my kids are young and cute, yes. uh, although sometimes it gets on my nerves, but yeah, it's overall, a package. Like, it's, it's a yeah, package. package, it's yes. a family, right? <laughs> Um, but I don't know how that would look like for, with this new trend mm. of people choosing not to get married yeah, or not yeah. to have kids. It's a thing. It's a yeah. thing. Mm. And do you think that, you know, with this new trend and if that persists for the next generations, right, would that element then of relationship start to change in terms of how it gets defined the good quality of life? Or will it be that our quality of life will simply not be so good anymore because we lack this core? Mm. I think we get back to what we started off from just now. Huh? Basically, we all agree, right? That there's a com- comfortable level of uh, standard of living. Mm. Yes. yes. Yeah? There's, there, should, there must be at least a comfortable standard of living. But on top of that is human being or every person will actually look for more. Mm. And that is self-fulfillment yes. in my definition. Huh? And inside the self-fulfillment, work is an important element. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. yeah so if you are uh, very well, uh, you come from a, a well-off family, okay, and you don't have to do anything throughout your life. I don't think you feel happy at all. So mm. in the end, yeah. I mean, aside from the material, uh, yeah. the su- yeah. 
part as well as work. Yeah. We also have to acknowledge relationship plays a very important part, right? Because uh, yes. at the end of the day, you, you work all day, you might be the top in your career, top in your work, but then if you have no family, no relationship come back to it, it's also quite sad. Uh. Yeah. yeah, I don't think people in those states would say they have a good quality of life. Yeah, so I, I, and I think that can be manifest in this like individualism movement where a yes. lot of people are very on their own, very individualistic. Yeah. They believe that, you know, it is just about me, myself and I. And somehow, I think their work ahead of other relationships yeah, for the time yeah, being but yeah. then later on our biological clock might work against us mm, right then you mm. don't get a chance to build those relationships that you missed out in your younger years so how would this whole trajectory t- shape the whole landscape of what it means to have a good quality of life yeah. for the but next generation from the from the from past the experiences yeah. and uh, you look at human history I'm, I'm a student of social science and mm. human history. anthropology and not so much anthropology yeah. but uh, I'm very interested in how society develops over okay, time, you okay. know, social history and all that. What what you can be assured is that the the uh, human progress pendulum is always a pendulum. Mm. It shifts from one side, it shifts from the middle, and then it shifts from one side and it swings to the other side. So although now we may think that everybody look goes from individualism, mm. but mm. inside individualism you'll find that there's you will swing back to social people mm. who look one social relationship a bit more going forward. Mm. I don't think it's a complete dumping the social and the uh, part and the relation uh, social relationship part. It, it, it will be con- it will continue to be uh, important. Mm. Yeah, and I think even though family sizes have shrunk, right? Um, it's not that relationships are not important anymore within this tenet as a quality of life discussion, right? It's, that it's just changing. that it has changed. Mm. So now, right, having a cat is a great relationship, also, right? You know, like like although it's one way lah. Okay, maybe not so one way lah, right? It's like the the cat will interact with you, and and it forms uh, it, it kind of adds to that whole like good quality of life type of thing, you know, all, all that. The just... only question would then be in the older years, mm, the mm. cat cannot outlive you. Yeah, like, the cat cannot take care of you when. You cannot go toilet anymore. So then you have no children. So the state must come in, right? To take care of people like me. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that the idea? The state. But I think one idea that probably um, uh, in Singapore we like to to promote going forward is state, but we also need to have the community. Mm. Mm. Because if you don't have the community to take care of one another, there's a limit of what the state can do. It's very mm. heavy. Yeah. yeah, because like, for example, recently we've been uh, uh, talking a lot of the, uh, uh, many, uh, we have been looking at many of the problems like uh, special needs children, you know, like uh, uh, aging, you know, all that. So invariably what we found is that even we have the money to build the, the facilities for these people, we don't have the people to look after them. Mm. More so, we don't have the people to actually guide them. Mm. This need to be the expert, you know. Mm. So that's why even if you are a social worker, you start off with maybe cleaning up for the, the 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 special needs people. But after that, you should think of, I've been interacting with the social needs people for so long. I understand them. What's next for me? Mm. I mean, if you are someone who, if you're talking about self-fulfillment, then you should know that. Then you should come think about, maybe I should actually take a course and I, if I'm government, I will make sure that all these people are given the resources to actually train themselves to be autistic experts. Mm. And then instead of just looking after their own children, they start to look at look after 10 children mm. for us. But you, That but is you, the kind of community we want to build, you know. Uh, that's why apart from the what we call the private economy, I think very soon we'll be talking about social economy. 
Mm-hmm. In the social economy, you have this group of people may not be paid fully for what they are doing, but we can talk about that later. But they are definitely uh, being encouraged mm. to contribute themselves. So contribute their services. So if you do not have a fair number of these people doing the work, unfortunately, we are not going to be a very happy society mm. because we could rely on foreigners to come in and take care of us. And the foreigners are not going to take care of all the autistic children that we have in Singapore. Yeah, right? I, I mean, you, yeah. you stay in Japan for a long time, yeah. right? But when I was in Japan as a as a tourist, right? I think the, the bus driver was also Japanese. The person that, you know, sweep the floor also Japanese. They, the, the person that is like, you know, the traffic police, every, everybody is, is Japanese. And I feel like there's a certain level of pride that they take in their work, you know? Uh, it, it, it's a very interesting mm. situation. Because right? the state uh, sometimes encompasses a lot of things mm-hmm. but the social part taking care of the welfare i mean for the welfare of the citizens and the harmony of the society actually is something more appropriately described as community mm-hmm. within the state they must the very community the social aspects of, yes, of it yeah. okay okay so fair. i think that is something that uh, you know i think singapore we we need to develop a lot more Okay. And not just rely on foreign labor all the time <laughs> to come in and sweep the floor of the of the of the OH homes for yeah, us, yeah, you know, and you know, yeah. yeah. Fair, 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 yeah. fair. Okay, fair. Mm. So I I I I wasn't expecting the episode to take such a tangent. In the sense <laughs> of like is about better work, more work, and not about less work. Because better I think, work, I, yeah, not I think more because, work. because yeah, yeah, better work. On some level, you want to do better work, you have to put in more work. Right, right. But that's a different discussion, yeah. Uh but I, I, I always thought it's like uh, maybe a bit less work you know not so stressed reduce the, the intensity you know but but from, from your take it's quite different okay so maybe maybe um, mm. if I ask you a counter question right what do you think Singaporeans are doing that is wrong in terms of pursuing a good quality of life oh I can go first yes, go. I would say looking outwards in comparing too much uh, yeah, so I would say like to be fair, most of us, as long as we live in Singapore, right, we do have it better than a lot of other people, but we fail to recognize that because we're always looking up and looking upwards, which is not wrong. But we have to strike a balance between being aspirational versus letting that make us feel sorry about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of the mental health issues, like you know, when people feel depressed and all, right, a lot of it actually comes from comparison. Like wow. you feel like you're not good enough because you're looking at someone else. But someone's maximum potential versus your own po- maximum potential is very different. I'll give an example. Um, although this, I don't know how this really fits into quality of life. But comparison for me, right? Like I'm very conscious of comparison because I was being compared a lot as a kid. Mm. So I grew up making sure that I try. <laughs> now my sister was smarter than me. So I got compared a lot. Um, so I grew up. After when I was growing up, right, I was like, okay, I'm quite determined. I don't want to compare so much. I don't want to do this on my kids so on and so forth um, but when I became a mom I realised hey, that whole cycle starts up all over yeah. again because with social media <laughs> right you see yeah. like super moms having all perfect lives people who give one. birth already their tummy so flat yeah, you know never do anything fake. they already lose all the pregnancy weight and here I was struggling and trying to find my food struggling in breastfeeding trying to balance work and the kids mm. and I'm just like and seeing all those perfectly put together lives on Instagram and social media made me feel really shitty about myself yeah, and, and, and to I, get out of that state, I had to remind myself that it, actually I have it good. 
you yeah, know, no, I need and, to stop looking and at then other let's people. Let's be clear, a lot of those guys are not real. They don't live a real life. Exactly, like, but I just, <laughs> we always forget that. Yeah. Because when we look at social media, and because social media nowadays, the main trend, uh, it's also about authenticity, right? Mm. So they which, build a relationship, is, and then they show this is my real life, you know? So mm, they try which to... Which is harder to engineer. <laughs> you know? uh, every time, every time the client tell me, oh, I want natural. So natural must stage one, very staged one, you know? The more natural, the more staged. Yeah. Right? It is, it is... For some, thing. but I think because of this whole element, I honestly I feel if people didn't compare so much, if we didn't have this prevalence of social media mm. and less comparisons, people would be happier. People mm-hmm. would recognize where they are more and be more appreciative. But we find it very difficult to do that because there's always someone doing better. But in there's some element. Uh, I think other. yeah, I think what Don say. Um, I, I don't I, think it's the majority, but mm. it's it's a, it's a significant factor. Yeah, but definitely the competitive uh, race in Singapore is quite intense, mm. quite intense. Uh, but there's also inherently the nature of Singaporeans because uh, we have uh, uh, originally we have an immigrant culture, right? So we come here, the, f- the, the, the fight for survival instinct is very high, mm. very, very high. And so Singaporeans, uh, we learn from our parents and then, you know, and parents learn from our, the grandparents, you know, that instinct is still there. So to, to strive and do better and better when you can see that there are other people who are doing much better than you is uh, something true in Singapore. But nevertheless, I think coming back to what I say just now, what Singapore today, uh, most Singaporeans are facing are actually, uh, they, found, they find that the opportunities given to, uh, uh, available to them is actually not as good as before. Mm. They find it difficult to actually keep up. Mm-hmm. Not that they necessarily want to uh, be at, uh, I mean, not that they want to buy the best cars and all that all the time, but they definitely would, would aspire to have a, I think a we slightly, all do, right? Yeah, we all want slightly want higher standard slightly of living, quali- better quality but they of just life. find that they, they just don't have enough opportunities. The, sal- the wages are not growing as fast, mm-hmm. you know? And as a result, that's why you find that even the mainstream media, they have been talking about social mobility is... Is lower now in Singapore, mm, slower. Mm, mm. You know, you cannot move up for yeah. many. Right. So I think that is something that uh, in Singapore we have to tackle. Yeah. So your question about what's what's wrong in yeah, Singapore? Is, no, what I think that's like the bigger system uh, yeah. systemic issue. But my question is like, so what do you think is the Singaporean, right? The individual something that they're doing wrong towards pursuing a good quality of life. Mm. I actually I think there is overall in Singapore there's something that seems to be going wrong. Mm. But I don't think actually it's because of the Singaporeans. Because the Singaporeans are reacting to the environment. So 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 the what our Singapore environment today and for fortunately and unfortunately is that we have moved into a very rich country too fast. Mm. You know, mm. and a lot of our growth has not come from manufacturing, you know, making things, doing really hard work to make the money. But actually, a lot of money, our money are made from uh, speculating in assets. Mm. Mm. Okay. So as a result, that there's a lot of those money floating around in Singapore. Mm. And that has basically uh, 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 pushed up the, 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 the uh, that has actually uh, made the uh, disparity in Singapore bigger you know yeah, but so but most of the singaporeans they cannot participate in it so mm. they 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 have not done anything wrong 
So you don't but think so you don't think the average Singaporeans that feel alienated uh, or on some level um, has any individual responsibility to play. That means like they, there's nothing that they're doing wrong. Everything is right. It's just the system is wrong. Of course, of course, there's some self responsibility. Yeah. Involved, so what? But I what think are some by general and large, thing? the major, the main part of the problem, I think, is actually society and economy. Mm, it's okay. not the individual. Okay. The individual okay. is reacting to it. Just like give you a point, huh? An engineer in Singapore, actually, my generation of engineers, or one gen, or ten years after me. They didn't have a very good life in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. That's why they all end up in teaching. Uh. Yes. Uh, really? That's why I don't understand. Finance. All the, uh, finance, finance. Teaching. All the yes. you know, masters in physics. Why are you here? Right? <laughs> and you have, you have our best students in my generation are the best students. And, and they are not continuing with what they are doing. So what happened to the technology level in Singapore? Go mm. down. We don't have technology level technology anymore because the those who have the technology are, are retiring, are not doing the work. Because um, 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 so so it is actually not their fault. It's because the whole economy is managed like that. Mm, okay, mm. managed like that. Because in order to continue to keep our economy competitive, we need some uh, we need to lower the cost. When you lower the cost, it means that those who are doing the work they suffer. Mm, mm. Which is why you are very supportive of the retail bill, right? The retail... Uh, the uh, that one is... Yeah, yeah that's a different term, one, yeah. which I also yeah. support. Yes, yes I think, yes, I think yeah. uh, big landlords are making it very hard for small businesses to Yeah, so I, I really don't think there is any uh, big fault on the part of the Singaporean, apart from the fact that, yeah, they do make some comparison, but that comparison actually, to me, is also, in a, to a certain extent, it's actually positive energy. Mm. that make them be more competitive those who are really got very jealous about uh, other people and all that and, and becomes a negative energy I don't think in Singapore that many right? I think really most Singaporeans are actually trying to move up but they couldn't you never up. use social media la. <laughs> yeah you go to the comment section the comment section I'm very scared Go out, I will screenshot and send. Like, you see the comment below, like, want to fight like that. You know, the, the energy is, is very intense. It's really, intense. Really, really, really. I guess at the end, it's also how we as an individual harness the energy. Yeah, so, yeah, if yeah. someone wants to go down a negative route, let's okay, also up yeah, to them. Yeah, so, fair. our problem today is really more how, how do we handle wealth? Mm, mm, wealth has come to our country over the last uh, two generations too fast. So you feel that one of the most practical executional steps that the government can do to improve the quality of life for everyone is a minimum wage and creating better jobs. That's part of the whole package of financial security that we are trying to push. Mm. What else are you trying to push? Okay, inside the financial security... Give me one minute, uh, not too long. uh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I scared la. later a whole speech uh, happened yes, come, uh, tell me tell me yeah. you can stop me I said, okay, okay, okay yeah. no 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 Mr. Leung are you making a clarification or making another speech yes 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 you have one minute so uh, yeah, yes. the, the, yeah the first thing for the uh, underprivileged who really need help is the minimum wage okay mm-hmm. so we need to because minimum wage is the wage when you can sustain a person's minimum standard of living right so that's that is required in singapore then after that is about is about retirement 
Yeah, so we, that's why in Singapore, for the longest time, we've been talking about why we see 70-year-old, 80-year-old Singaporeans still working and, and they're in apparent poor health. Why are still working? These people cannot be like what the government say. They are there to, to, to basically uh, to uh, uh, spend their time away, to stay healthy. Cannot be. You look at the old man, he's, he's limping, you know, and he's collecting plates in, in the hawker center. This bullshit, right? It cannot be. So it is because retirement is not enough in Singapore. So how do you beef up retirement? There are many aspects to that. But one of the first thing that we have, one of the very fundamental thing that we have proposed in parliament is to change the pricing of HDB flat. Mm. You mm. don't make HDB flat so expensive. Singaporeans will have enough money in under the current CPF system, have enough money to retire already. So it's because you launched the HDB, encourage people to speculate in HDB, and the HDB prices keep going up because you factored, you put in land prices into the HDB price. That's why the Singaporean CPF, even though it is growing with income, has been all sucked away into the HDB. Mm, mm, mm. So, so that is the fundamental policy that we are going to be have proposed. And the PM, by the way, on Sunday, probably is going to cover a bit of this. Mm, yeah. mm, I look forward to yeah. some of these kind of discussions. Okay, so in closing, mm. in closing, okay, um, how about everybody give one advice for the individual to um, small little thing that they can do to improve their quality of life? Actionable one, small thing. For me, I'll go back to comparison. Lor. Cannot, like, you must move on. You're holding comparison. Right? <laughs> but it's true. It's Are the you? most actionable thing that uh, you can do. So when don't you, compare. No, like look, but be conscious of what the comparison is doing to you and your mental health. Mm. Like use it as positive energy to aspire to be better, mm. but not make it such that you feel very sorry and very bitter about your own life. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. And you? To me, I think it's more uh, always have the attitude to try to improve your life yourself. Mm. We constantly have that thought, you will actually make it. Well, think and grow rich. Yeah, like <laughs> <I don't> think. <laughs> yeah literally. Okay, right. okay. Think and do well. Yeah, think and do well. Yeah. I mean, what's yours? Um, so I... I, I mean, I like what Bilahari said, right? Kelsikan, right? So I think he he went on one of the speeches and he was saying like, you know, when I'm stuck in a, in a, in a negotiation, a diplomatic negotiation, right? Just do anything. Anything. Don't need to think one. Just do something and then you'll shake up the whole equilibrium and then the game kind of renegotiates itself. Right? So I think for a lot of Singaporeans that you are feeling like you're stuck, like your quality of life is not that good. Just do something. Anything. Don't sit there and wallow. There's a more common way of saying that. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. out of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. Or go to yeah, the gym yeah. or do something, yeah. right? And yeah. and I think during my darkest period of time, like yeah, it was just this one friend that every other week drove me to the gym that got me out of it. Uh, and, and I think that's, yeah, that's so that's why you need to do something yeah yeah, mm. yeah. 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 call back very good I'll give you five points you need to do something <laughs> yes, yeah. yes yes you don't just pump it yeah yeah, yeah yeah I agree I agree yeah. okay. oh, from that view I agree okay yeah. okay great so thank you thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. wow interesting nice Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.